Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning. It is Thursday, February 23rd. It is six minutes after 10, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I love our listeners. They are absolutely the best. So during the break, Casey had started off the show by whining that (laughs) I, out of my ever-dwindling family nest egg, thanks to Biden and all the taxes, the uh, Republicans are raising with the property taxes and the gas taxes. Casey was very angry that I have not gone out of my way to buy <laughs> donuts for the entire station team in quite a while. And, there, and uh, you were there was a certain type of donut I think that you were clamoring for, mm-hmm. and somehow that was my responsibility, I guess, because once or twice I did something nice for everyone. That now every day was to give you uh, donuts. <laughs> and so then during the break, mm-hmm. Officer Brad, yes. And when we say Officer Brad, he's one of the big, not not that in any way it underscores where you're an officer at. We thank you for your service. But he's one of the big boy officers. Mm-hmm. He's a, fe- as we, as my grandpa used to say, he's a federal man. Yes. And uh, Officer Brad yeah. brought us a box of donuts. He did. And uh, he is going to let us see the dog pretty I soon. I know. He's, he's taking the dog, Malo, out on a little potty break right now. And then he's going to bring the dog up into the studio bomb sniffing dog so well behaved dog i'd like to point out casey because Mm -hmm. i like to tell everybody we are the thinking man's show Mm -hmm. officer brad let us know how much we challenge him to think every day Mm -hmm. and uh so you know i feel like mission accomplished and that was uh pretty much the highlight of our day i told you the flow of the show was going to be good today yeah i mean and and he did the primo donuts like i mean he did not skimp officer Mm -hmm. brad went above and beyond and in all seriousness it is always wonderful to know how much we impact people's lives every single day especially if they bring us donuts and a dog Mm -hmm. all right let's talk about what's going on in ohio (laughs) donald trump spoke to a small group of local leaders first responders and the media at the fire station when donald trump visited New Palestine, East Palestine, Ohio yesterday. He said he was uh, donating thousands of bottles of water, cleaning supplies, and, uh, you know, Big Macs for, yes. for the entire he went, fire. He went into the McDonald's. He went into the McDonald's and bought Big Macs for the entire fire department. Okay, so before we get into that, we have a little bit of Trump uh, letting Biden have it, because obviously Biden has not been there, nor I'm sure will he go there anytime soon. Take a listen. Your representatives and all of the politicians get here, including Biden. They get back from touring Ukraine, that he's got some money left over, because we're now at $117 billion. And as you probably know, Europe, when you add it all up, is at about $10 billion. That's a big difference, wouldn't you say? And he's right. There has been such, whether it's financially or attention, uh, or, or empathy, sympathy, whatever. By any standard, the Ukrainian people have been treated far better than the people of East Palestine. And quite frankly, the people of Ukraine the past two years have been treated much better than the people of this country mm-hmm. when it comes to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of billions of dollars of our money has been spent in a foreign country with a group of people who don't even have a track record of liking us or being aligned with us, and we have no tangible 
list or as you like to say, a PL statement mm-hmm. for the money that we have spent, where it's gone, what it's done. We know a bunch of it went to the FTX guy mm-hmm. who uh, then conveniently gave a bunch of money to the Democrats. I'm not going to use the term money laundering, Casey, but you have no idea. What would have happened if we had done absolutely nothing? Our government cannot tell us that, and yet the President of the United States, as well as, and it's not even, it's not even just Biden, it's Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell made very clear when he and Todd Young teamed up with Bernie Sanders and Chuck Schumer to add another trillion dollars plus to the deficit with the, with the uh, uh, budget vote at the end of last year, totally chopping the legs out from their own party, that Ukraine was the primary objective for them. Mm-hmm. They, above any American interest, the Ukrainians being fully funded was the most important thing to them. We have been let down in this country on a grandiose scale by almost all of these politicians. Well, the supporters in Ohio were chanting, we love you, Trump, USA, USA, we love you, Trump. And they were remarking that he came and nobody else went. So far, Mayor Pete has said, what, he's going to go possibly today when the time is right, as long as it doesn't interfere with his personal life. And a smart move from Trump. Good strategy. Whatever Biden is doing, do, do the opposite. Yeah. You know? But but it comes back to, again, and we got some phone calls about this. How much of it is that Ohio now, now they still have a, they just still do have one U.S. Senator, Sherrod Brown, who is up for reelection, who is a Democrat. But other than that, it is now a deep red mm-hmm. state. How much of is Biden's lack of attention to this place because they didn't vote for me once, they ain't voting for me again, they didn't vote for us in the midterms, so screw them. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a lot of the news outlets are being critical of Trump, saying that it was his administration that rolled back rail regulations, and Trump's answer to that was, I had nothing to do with it. Well, he's not. he hasn't been president for two years. And don't forget, the Democrats for two years had control of everything. All these problems the Democrats talk about in this country, well, you had control of everything. Anything that is wrong, you had the ability to fix it. And we saw, like with uh, the Green Dream, that they were going to use every tool in the toolbox, including eliminating the filibuster, to make it happen. So if it's wrong... It's on you because you have been in charge. And we all know Biden's certainly not afraid to use executive orders if the Congress won't cooperate. Uh, J.D. Vance, so he was just elected Mm -hmm. U.S. Senator from Ohio. He spoke, talked to thank Trump for coming and says that we cannot forget the people of East Palestine. Well, first, President Trump, thanks so much for coming and shining a light on this community. I think the most important thing that we can take from this visit uh, is that we can't forget about the people of East Palestine because there will be a rebuilding effort. We need to finish the cleanup effort. That's the most important thing. But most of all, we need to make sure that over the next six months, over the next year, over the next two years, that we don't forget the people of East Palestine who have been affected by this tragedy. You coming up here ensures that we do exactly that. So thank you, sir. It's great to have you. Don, it's great to have you. Um, I, I just want to say that... You know, I'm from Southern Ohio, and I've gotten to know this community very well over the last couple of weeks. It's such an honor to be here, and it's such an honor to get to know so many great people. Uh, The mayor, the fire chief have done such an incredible job. Senator Rooley, everybody has come together, uh, Congressman Johnson, to make sure that East Palestine is at the top of everybody's priorities. So thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me play some small role in making sure this community survives and thrives. God bless you all. I love you. Okay, Casey, no, I don't mean to rush you to a break, Mm -hmm. but over your right shoulder, 
you will look oh. and you will see what resembles to be He's such a good boy. A, a, a dog yeah. that is very smart and I know desperately wants to see you. Yeah. So do you want to go to a break mm-hmm. and then we can play? We've got a lot of great voicemails to yeah. get to. Yeah. Because I know you desperately want to see the dog. Yeah, I do. I want to get some dog love. He's so cute. He's being such a good boy. Just laying there. Yeah, he's, just waiting. He's just waiting for your he's love. just waiting. Don't make him wait any longer. Okay. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Okay, Rob, got a question for you. Yes, Casey. How would you like to get a 6% bonus when you open up an investment account? Ooh, tell me more. Okay. If you invest $100,000, you immediately get a $6,000 bonus. And you continue to get a 6% bonus on future contributions for the next five years. How did we do this? Well, it isn't magic. We just opened up a Roth IRA with Bill Demery. We love getting a 6% upfront bonus, but we also love that our investment growth is tax-free because we all know taxes are wholly awful. You got to check this out because there are even more benefits than we have time for here. To learn more, call Bill Demery, your retirement guy right here in Indy at 317-932-9912. That's 317-932-9912. 317-932-9912. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. Good morning. It is 17 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. He brought the dog. I know he did. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see his beautiful face. Uh, so if you missed last segment, Officer Brad, our, mm-hmm. our dear friend, as he, as my grandpa used to say, he's a federal man, uh, brought us donuts. And then at some point in our conversation, he informed us that he had a dog with him mm-hmm. that does all the dog things at Can the I? big federal yeah. events and buildings. And the name of the the name of the dog again is is Malo. Mm-hmm. And in the break, Officer Brad brought Malo in mm-hmm. and the intelligence of this dog yeah. is it's incredible. It's off the charts. Where's his ball? It, it like the the so the dog knows to release the ball. Okay. The dog knows to sit after you throw the ball. The dog okay. knows not to go until you throw the ball and then it goes and gets the ball and brings it right back to you. Bring it back. Come here. Unbelievable. Out out. I Ow. felt like with Bruce, Kev, because Casey's Casey's a lost cause at this point, so it's just going to be you and me for the rest of the segment. I felt <laughs> with Bruce, I made an amazing accomplishment mm-hmm. when I got him to sit, when I got him to understand to go into his cage. I felt like I had done a colossal thing as a dog owner. This dog, my dog would look at him and go, what? Yeah. It's like Albert Einstein compared to a... I, I don't even know, like a like a person who's in junior high. He's just so smart. Yes, and brought he's so calm. Ball. I know. Brought the ball over, gave me the ball. When you give him the command, he'll sit, throw the ball, Here, stays, and then he goes and gets it. Here's the deal: to. we're going to do. We're not going to do it right now, but at some point, we're going to convince Officer Brad mm-hmm. to come on and explain how the dog works and how you train the dog and how you teach a dog to do that. Yeah, because that is 
Unbelievable. This is a special dog who's got a lot of responsibilities. Oh my keeping gosh. many people safe. Not only is this an adorable, well-behaved dog, but... Did you get a picture? Got a big... Yeah, I got can a you say, Can you send it to me? Because my yeah. wife loves dogs and she's going to freak out I'll take when another picture I right tell her that we had a dog with us in the studio uh, today. Okay, so we've got some phone calls, yes. don't we? <laughs> Thank you. You made our day, Officer Brad. You're the best. Good boy. Okay, so 317. I'm going to go home today. I'm going to look at Bruce, and I'm going to say, why <laughs> can't you how, be more like tell this? Tell him how disappointed yes. you are. <laughs> it took me years just to get you to agree to sit and go into your cage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Isn't that amazing that yeah. you can teach a dog to do that? Yeah, he was shaking hands and everything. Okay, so speaking of dogs, remember yeah. yesterday we were talking about the um, the bill in Florida that would ban dogs from sticking their heads out the windows in moving cars? Right. All right, a lot of people calling mm-hmm. all over the map. Now, I think we kind of took the same approach on this, which is that it's wholly ridiculous that the government has so little to do with their time. That they're making laws about your pet. Because like sort of a rite of passage for pets is to be able to stick their head out the window if they enjoy that. Dogs have incredible instincts, mm-hmm. so they almost always know if they're in danger of some sort and they know you kind of mentioned your your little dog Gracie yeah she knew to take the window down but then kind of felt once she took the window down short of going out exactly yeah and I wouldn't have this problem because my dog has no neck so thus he can't stick his neck out the window uh but we got a lot of calls about this people all over the map on it take a listen good morning Robin Casey Cindy I'm calling and I don't even have to hear your segment just your opening and is enough to make me crazy and that is about the dogs not being allowed to put their heads out the window. What is wrong with these Democrats that have such stupid time on their hands to drop these bills? There's nothing better than seeing a happy dog in a car with his head out, sniffing the air, and you feel good about it. And what's wrong with these people? They're nuts. How about let's do something with texting? Let's do something with illegal immigrants getting money to get licensed and they don't even know how to drive. Let's stop those common sense. If they think this is distracting, uh, maybe drivers. I don't even know what your segment's going to say, but the fact is that's my thought. Maybe the Democrats are so stupid. I'm just to the point where if Democrats in Indianapolis do not wake up to the fact that they just, the politicians want to control every aspect of their life, what is wrong with the Democrats in this country and this city? Control. Yeah. Now, we should have asked Officer Brad, because he is a, is part of his job, is he has the dog, mm-hmm. where he's out on the dog, right. sticking its head. Out the window. Well, that dog is so well-trained yeah. that it, it I'm sure know. there's a command of, right. don't stick your head out the window, and that dog would know. That dog was so well-trained that if you put me and that dog in the wilderness- <laughs> The dog is surviving yes, before you. Yes, he would do better than I would. All right. <laughs> now, we did get a call from someone from law enforcement, of all places, who mm-hmm. did have a little different perspective. Okay on maybe some dangers of letting the dog keep its head out the window. If you're a little squeamish, don't turn the radio. Just don't be a squeamish. Hey, Rob, I was listening to your show earlier about seat-belting dogs in a car so they cannot hang out the window. I responded to a traffic accident several years ago where the lady had let her little dog hang out the window. And when the accident occurred, she, uh, due to the impact, the car, the dog was ejected from the car. And when it landed in the streets, 
it was run over by another vehicle and killed. So that's one reason why you shouldn't let your dogs hang out of car windows. Thanks. Yeah, that's a bad situation. Okay, but here's the question. Is it the government's job? Now, what you should do and what the government's job to tell you what to do is Mm -hmm. are two different things, right? Right. Yeah. Like, you should put your seatbelt on. I do put my seatbelt on every time I'm in the car. However, I would do that anyway because that is the smart, responsible thing to do because it's very clear seatbelts save lives. It is wholly ridiculous, though, that the government and a money grab can fine you for not wearing your seatbelt. If you choose to go through a window, then you, or be at risk of going through a window, then you should be at risk of going through a window. I kind of look at the dog as the same thing. Is it the smartest idea to let your dog hang its head out the window? Maybe not in a crowded city street of some sort or as other cars are whizzing by, but if you are going down a deserted highway Mm -hmm. on your own, that has been going on for a gajillion years, and the overwhelming amount of dogs have been just fine. Is it the government's job to tell you you can't do that? I'm curious as to, and I'm not a veterinarian, so I wouldn't know, but is that safe for the dog? Isn't that bad for their eyes when the wind blows? But the dog would know. The dog is not going to subject itself to pain. To pain. It would stop doing it if it was bothering it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like dogs instinctively know things all the time, and if they're in pain, they're not going to keep doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, before I go to break, I guess yesterday, I mean, yesterday was got really warm. Did you notice that? Yeah. It got really warm? I think we broke a record yesterday. Well, we did. Yeah. And our residential historian slash sassy broad of the show, Gert. Gert's back. Called in. And because Gert is 183, she has uh, <laughs> a great historical background. Gert, we don't know how old you are, so I'm just making up numbers here on what yesterday was. Hey, guys, it's Gert. Just want to give you a little weather update. I heard Ashley Brown say just now that today's record-breaking temperature of 71 beat 70 back in 1922. Well, guess what? I don't remember that. Just wanted to share that with you. Later. So, so she is younger than 100 years old. Uh-huh. We have now narrowed down that Gert is indeed younger than 100 years old. So that is our starting point, and we're going to work our way backwards. Now, I heard that it got up to 72, not 71. Let's see here. Uh, Indianapolis surpassed the February 22nd record high of 70 degrees back in 1922. Okay, she Gert was right. Yeah, like Gert would be wrong on something as significant I, as why that. Why would I question Come Gert? Come on, Casey. I know. Gert did a research. 317-684-8444. That's our phone number if you'd like to contribute. Do we have more phone calls coming up? Oh, we up? do. We have an epic hate phone call. Oh, boy. That is excellent. We've got some love uh, mail. Uh, I'm going to need that dog back. If oh, there's, if the hate mail hate, is hate mail. wonderful. Okay. It may have been Jim Lucas disguising his voice. I don't know. Oh, boy. And we're going to get into that, I imagine, sometime this morning. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Hey, I just met you. Seven 
877-684-8444. That's our phone number. We have more voicemails. I, I'm, I'm focused now. The yeah. dog is gone. The donuts have been delivered. Yeah. It's time to get uh, back to the show. And I'm going to post our photo with uh, Officer Brad here pretty soon, at mm-hmm. Robin Kendall on Twitter. Don't have it up yet, but mm-hmm. uh, at Robin Kendall on Twitter and then the Kendall and Casey uh, Facebook page as well. All right. Uh, you know the rule here, Casey. Hate mail goes straight to the front of the line. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, this next caller, I think you've heard this call already. I think we, you were in the studio when I was putting the voicemails for today uh, together. So I, I don't know. He, he he likes my views, but he hates the. I was I was very confused on this because it started off fine and mm-hmm. then it took a very a very dark turn. So okay. why don't we just let him speak for himself and then try to decipher? Okay. Oh, Rob <laughs> Isaac Nevins here. I listen a lot. I listened a lot over the course of the last two years and appreciated a lot of the things that you have said and the stances you take and the challenges you put up to others, holding people accountable. And I just need you to know I've grown weary of your shenanigans. Your vernacular is so obtuse. When you use words like never and always and you think you're always right and you're above scrutiny and you're, I'll tell you what, your voice is like nails on a chalkboard to me now. I just, you need to change or do something because you're going to lose your audience. I can promise you that. Now, this is interesting because I've basically been doing the same thing Mm -hmm. for six years. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's never changed. It wasn't right. like, Rob got his own show, and boy, did he just change dramatically. Yeah. If anything, I feel like I'm a lot less annoying, misogynistic, uh-huh. and generally offensive than I used uh-huh. to be. Yeah, you've softened a little. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I would think, if anything, I would be going in the other direction. Right. Something that you have done recently is is irritating him. Your, I mean, I, your your voice. I strongly fingernails on a chalkboard. I strongly dislike the same group of people that I have strongly disliked the entire <laughs> six years I have been at this radio station. Right. Uh, again, if anything, my style has softened a little. Mm-hmm. Um, feel mm-hmm. like I'm maybe a little more endearing to women now than I used to be. Working on um, it, but I just. I don't know what he wants from me, Casey. I don't. He wants you to stop saying the words never and always. Because he liked me a lot in the beginning. Well, the beginning was way before the beginning of this show. Mm-hmm. Try maybe the word seldom or infrequently. Yeah. Occasionally. Okay. I don't know. I, let, me, let me take a little shot at this, Casey. Are you ready? Yeah. I seldom find any value in Eric Holcomb as a governor. See? Instead of never. Right. All right. He I, said you have to change, so that's a good effort. I seldom Mm -hmm. think Todd Young cares about me at all. (laughs) I seldom think the Indiana General Assembly ever has my best interest at heart. Mm, I like it. I seldom think the Indiana General Assembly with Republican supermajorities ever cares about anybody but their donors and lobbyists. Try infrequently. All right, let's see here. (laughs) I infrequently, <laughs> no. I, I, let's see, so would it be, it'd be, I infrequently <laughs> think mm-hmm. that, <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to have to, I just, that's hard because mm-hmm. the flow of the show is great. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I infrequently think. What, what, is, what do you people want from me? Everything. I don't know. Okay. But then at the, at the, but then at the next thing, we get a call from somebody 
who apparently really liked what I had to say. Take a listen. Rob, I listened to your discussion with Casey about Marjorie Taylor Greene, and this is why I hate you. You made me agree with you and disagree with Casey. So we had a conversation yesterday about how Kevin McCarthy's girlfriend, Marjorie (laughs) Taylor Greene, Yeah. Had talked about the idea of a national divorce, and basically, mm-hmm. she what she was saying was trying to reassert what the role of the federal government is, and what the role of the states are, mm-hmm. and that if you want to live in a state that has on-demand abortion from conception to live birth, then go there. That'll be the blue state. If you want a state that reveres and respects life, go there. And basically, saying there are all these things the federal government weighs in on, tries to control, etc., that it has no business mm-hmm. being a part of, and you didn't like that. I didn't like it. We're the United States of America. We're not the separated states of America. We're not the taking a break states of America. I mean, what are you going to do is split the assets? Okay. Well, can the red states get all of the national parks? And I know you're not a big fan of California, but can can the Pacific Coast Highway be Republican? Well, here's the thing, Casey. I infrequently think the federal (laughs) government has my best interest at heart, Mm -hmm. and I infrequently think that more liberty and... No, I... Yes, I infrequently think that more liberty and freedom would be a bad thing. Mm. How about that? Okay. See that? I like it. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah, You're you're combining combining the two of them. I hope I'm making that guy happy. Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, Okay. That's what Uh, we're here uh, for. uh, Remember yesterday, we were talking about how uh, the state, our just esteemed Republican lawmakers, spent gobs and gobs of time and effort and energy and taxpayer dollars into trying to uh, come up with a state nickname. Mm -hmm. And they've spent as much time on the state nickname as they have the property tax issue. And just like what's going to end up being the property tax issue, the state nickname ended up being a colossal failure. And There's more work to do on that. Well, there is more work because they, they're very confused on the actual history of the name Hoosier. And now apparently after, I guess, hours and hours of testimony and mm-hmm. days of research and everything else, they still can't come to the, you know, get the bottom of it. Uh, somebody had an idea on the state uh, nickname. Hey, this is Steve from the outside. I was going to say, as you're going to talk today about why we're called Hoosiers, I actually moved here from Michigan uh, many years ago, and I learned that the, uh, the story of down at the Ohio River in the dark, someone years ago heard the call of, ooh, ooh, and I thought, well, that's a damn owl. What are you talking about? And then they got the same Hoosier. I think maybe you can share this idea on your show. If we're going to start naming state fossils and state sandwiches and state bugs, let's change the state bird from the cardinal to the owl. There's uh, five states that have the cardinal for their state bird, and I think it would be so cool for Indiana to be the only one that has the owl uh, as its state bird. And that totally explains that. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, there's a lot of different uh reasons that people have come up with for the Hoosier nickname. In fact, I wrote an entire article about oh. it on WIBC.com oh. on the side piece. It, it, is it still up? Is it still yeah, available? Yeah, it is. it is. I'm trying to find it right now so I can give you what the title is. Yeah. Uh, Hoosier Bill 1143 wants to make Hoosier official and the origin settled. Okay, so that was the original article. But you just go to WIBC.com, find the side piece tab, and you can read the article yourself. Yes. And I mean, there's a lot of different yes. uh, theories as sure. to where the phrase Hoosier comes from. And this one that was proposed in House Bill 1143 mm-hmm. wasn't settled. So that's why they decided. Well, well, and I don't, I don't know about you, Casey, but I official. think it was a fabulous use of um, 
elected official resources mm-hmm. and time and my tax money to uh, just basically waste my elected official time and resources and taxpayer money to come up with absolutely nothing. Because I don't know, you know, I think the things I really want my elected officials to w- just lean into big time, you know, number one, A, you know, for me, it's the property tax issue, but 1B mm-hmm. is the state nickname because that will definitely make my life better. Is three the state sandwich? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Um, okay, one more call. Now, next hour, we're going to get into how our old pal, our oh, amigo, Jim Lucas, his bizarre social media behavior continues and how he's photographed on the Red for Ed Day down there at the State mm-hmm. House, how he was photographed grinning ear to ear with the seven red shirted teachers. And so I guess, uh, you know, it got me pondering, um, you know, how do I finally break through to these Republicans? And I'm thinking, Casey, maybe I might form uh, and we're going to get into this next next hour because we want to give Jim plenty of time to talk about Jim's very bizarre social media behavior. Uh, but maybe I'm going to start a group called purple for property taxes and if we have a bunch of angry purple shirted mm-hmm. teachers who are a, a per, per, angry purple shirted property taxpayers who come <laughs> to the state house uh maybe we'll have the same effect as the angry red shirted teachers uh-huh. uh, but somebody did call about the property taxes because while there's no big deal to our lawmakers it is certainly a big deal to the taxpayers of the state hey kendall and casey uh, i was just thinking about the property taxes and and uh, the assembly voting themselves a nice big raise and not doing anything about the property taxes. Maybe you ought to have a big old rally down at the state house on Washington Street there or wherever it's at. And, uh, like the teachers do, people of Indiana could do the same thing, put some pressure on them to do something about these property taxes. Yeah, because, I mean, Jim Lucas was photographed grinning ear to ear and made a big social media post about it. It wasn't like we had to go mm-hmm. incognito or mm-hmm. undercover to find it. He was very proud that he met with the teachers in the red shirts. They had great conversations. That's what he said. Well, and so we're going to get into that next hour and then the bizarre behavior after that that continues. But, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the meantime, I'm thinking we've clearly got to get people very angry mm-hmm. and we've got to put them in the same colored matching, shirts matching clothes and we got to have a rhyme or mm-hmm. something that goes together you know red for ed mm-hmm. so i'm thinking purple for property tax yeah might be the way to go and then maybe jim and the other state reps will kiss our ring finger and, right. and apologize for having ideas and give us billions of dollars uh, you know of more money so what do you think let's let's mold, let's sit on purple yeah. for property tax are you are you are you really sold on the purple well i don't know i'm just i've got to get we got red for ed so i've got to have a color right. i i i'm pink pink for property pink for pro- oh that might be even better i don't know I, well, we're just, gonna sit on it we're gonna decide we're gonna get on to all the stuff that happened yeah. in the state house yesterday next hour yeah no i i agree we need to come up with something absolutely in yeah. the meantime though hammer's gonna join us next. it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. you, know it's you <laughs> Remember when you broke a kid's heart? Tried to give you this song on a 45, yeah, and you said, I'm gonna eat it. get out the old yearbook and figure out what his name was. Casey, uh, Hammer, you'll appreciate this. Casey pulled a uh, Lisa Simpson to Ralph Wiggum. Oh, no. Some kid tried to give her, uh, when was this, whenever this came out, back in the 60s when you were a kid? <laughs> this did not come out in the 60s. Back when the West was still wild. Oh, no, no, no. He tried no. to this give her, like... this was the early 80s, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, you were like 23 then, but, you know, I mean, it was, but, uh, <laughs> 
I'm kidding. Um, tried oh, to give man. her this beautiful song on 45, and mm-hmm. she just like stuck it back in his face and was like, I didn't even listen to this. I did not. I kept the 45. It was part of so my. So you kept co- the gift and told him to kick rocks. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> it just short. The kid was just short of giving her a card that says, I, I choo choo choose you. <laughs> <laughs> and then having Casey break his heart mm-hmm. nationally on the Krusty the Clown special. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't like you. You know what? Now we've all determined that that poor boy is much better off he, having he went, not He went on to become to Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> he now founded some company called Amazon, but I still feel like I made the right decision. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so Hammer, we need your help with something because last segment, we got a phone call about the property taxes, and while it's a huge deal to uh, all of our listeners, the General Assembly doesn't appear to care at all. And then, of course, you saw it. I know Casey saw our old, mm-hmm. our old pal uh, Lucas, uh, Jim Lucas, state rep, was photographed grinning ear to ear with seven teachers in the red shirts the same day there was a ISTA rally the red for ed which hates now was this a red for ed or were they coming from a school where their colors were red like if and and again I don't know but if you had a group of students from say Southport Mm -hmm. or Pike they might show up in red Mm -hmm. Have have you ever other than in an organized effort seen seven people wear the exact same color and be at the same place Intentionally at the same time. Every time I shop at Target. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And it just so happens that there was a giant teacher rally going on at the state house with with, with, and the code name is red fred i mean Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's probably quits anyway my point was (laughs) and i and i had the audacity to ask this you know question yesterday on social media about uh you know how do the uh, property taxpayers get the vip meet and greet because Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like, you know, the only people get the VIP meet and greets are the, the red-shirted teachers. I mean, it, with the if it's Holcomb, then it's someone like Malik Muhammad. So my question is, how do the regular property tax payers get the VIP meet and greet like the red-shirted teachers get? And I've kind of come up with, I guess we've got to do a color-coordinated uh, some sort of something in which angry people in color-coordinated shirts go to the state house, and now we're hung up on what do we call it and what color do we use? Because the colors, for the most part, are all taken, right? Because right. pink is associated yeah. with breast cancer. Okay. I think orange yeah. might be leukemia or something. So we're kind of running out of colors here. Yeah. So what if we did pinstripes? I like it. Pinstripes for property tax. Pinstripe for property tax. So we tax. would be where it would be like an Al Capone zoot suit type of mm-hmm. ensemble. Get your Cubs home jerseys oh, ready. Okay, get your yeah. Yankees jerseys mm-hmm. ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any colored pinstripe. Mm-hmm. Just it's just got to be <laughs> pinstripe. You could have you know the dark blue of the Yankees. You could have uh, you could have the uh, the light light blue of the Cubs. Any color pinstripe. It just has to be a pinstripe. Pinstripes are property tax, and you're going to need to <laughs> have some sort of like song or slogan, right? Well, yeah. We have the song. We've got the property. Yeah, we tax did the property tax song. song. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, which we recorded here on the Kendall and Casey show Mm -hmm. and so we've got the song we need a slogan yeah and you had something a good idea on uh, something we could use as our slogan so here's what you do you (laughs) make sure that you have a fake axe and i can't stress this enough it has to be fake yeah it can't be real no 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 so paper mache axe or whatever you walk around with it and it's the axe for tax (laughs) it's the axe for property tax You walk around with your pinstripes and your axe and see how long it takes you to get arrested. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, but in all seriousness, this is ridiculous that these lawmakers 
are so afraid of these angry red-shirted teachers. I mean, they do photo ops with them. Mm -hmm. They kiss the ring finger. They throw billions of dollars at them every year despite ever-failing results. And yet regular, regular people are getting crap from these lawmakers when they know what's happening to these people, the elderly, the fixed income people especially, who can't absorb a $500 a year hit. And it's like nothing. But if you're you're a teacher who wears red, we'll, we'll go to the ends of the earth for you. Maybe we have a concert down there, right? Hammer and Nigel Records presents yeah. the yeah. concert where every song performed is a parody of something about tax, mm-hmm. right? You bring in Juvenile, he's going to back that tax up. Uh, you bring in somebody from Texas, the tax is bright, deep in the night, deep in the heart of property tax. Nice. Here you go. Remember the old theme song for the wrestler, uh, Badass Billy Gunn? Oh, yes. I'm a tax man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You can mix it up that way. <laughs> this is pathetic, though, isn't it? These people don't care at all about us. And we've got to sit here on this radio show and mock and parody and make fun of these people. But in a weird way, it might actually work. It would actually work than just saying, please do the right thing and help us, because that clearly isn't working at all. The way you get meet and greets in this city, the groundwork has been laid by Malik Muhammad. Just lead an angry mob to wherever you want to go. Make a complete ass of yourself. Next thing you know, you're shaking hands with the gov. Yeah, and I don't want any violence. See, this is the problem. We're good people. We don't want the violence. We don't want the destruction. We don't want the calamity. The problem when we deal with the angry red-shirted teachers, because I don't think they broke anything or anything like the uh, Summer of Love tour, but... We don't want to scream and yell at people. We aren't in it for ourselves. We actually care about the betterment of society. And that means the Republicans are not afraid of you. Exactly. You're 100% right. So the question becomes now, and this is the question I keep asking, and I've asked this to all sorts of people. I know I've asked it to you guys, my other confidants. How do I get these people to get off their ass Mm -hmm. and do something? Because I'm not for violence, I'm not for the angry, unruly mob, I'm for a law-abiding, civilized society, and it doesn't seem to work anymore. So, maybe you start your super PAC. Maybe you start a super PAC and you fund people to kick some of these people out. Because I can't remember if it was Thomas Jefferson or the Wu-Tang Clan Mm -hmm. who said, quote, cash rules everything around me. (laughs) You get enough money together and you try to get the other candidate to primary some of these people, I think a lot of people that listen to your program would kick in a little bit. Hammer for the win, by the way, for putting Thomas Jefferson and the Wu-Tang Clan in the same sentence. Also, uh, back that tax up, I think. (laughs) I think it seems like a very very award-winning slogan. What are you working on this afternoon? you got Mindy in with you, don't you? Mindy Winkler is filling in for Big Nige today, and we're calling it Bring the Heat Thursday. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Because not only are you, Mr. Kendall, going to go completely off the rails, Mm -hmm. Tommy Laren will call in and join us as well. Okay, be honest. Who would you rather hang out with? Tommy Laren. (laughs) Tommy Laren. Doesn't even need the you answer. You put yourself in the same conversation as Tommy Laren. The answer's Tommy Laren. Uh, we've had a lot of fun together over the years. We have, but Tommy Laren's the answer. I'm a round of beers kind of guy. <laughs> you do have donuts in here. That's right. Grab a donut. Officer Brad brought us the donuts. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC.